you're digging this. You're get, you're getting into it already. You're I, all hyped up. I haven't heard this song before. I, yep. I didn't watch it, so this sounds awesome. Like you look like you're ready to go into battle. If I wasn't out of shape, then maybe. <laughs> Round is a shape. Oh, hey, I I'm I am a, a curvy s square. <laughs> you're a curvy square. Yeah. What do you want to say uh -huh. about that, Big Kev? Nothing. He doesn't need my help. <laughs> right now, that's very true. <laughs> it's kind of like a, a slow, slow car crash that you can't do anything, but you can't help like from look away. Yeah. At the exact same time. <laughs> is what it is. Hi, guys. How's it going? Hi. Kev, you doing good, man? Oh, yeah. I'm great. Join the... Yep. What was it? 90 degree weather over 80. there? 80 degree weather? 80. Yeah, 80, 85, something like that. As it's a nice, brisk 29 degrees here in lovely Caldwell, New Jersey. Yep, that's pretty cold. Not as cold as some things. Such as? But, yeah, but cold. What, what are you it's referring to? Cold, it's not as cold as, say, I don't know, going to Galaxy's Edge and, you know, not calling anyone and asking them if they want anything. Mm -hmm. We're going right into and that. And that would be pretty cold, especially if that person was a good friend of yours. We're going right into that, are we? Well, Do we want to start with that? Colder, what's even colder is that the motherfucker did it twice. I did it one time. Twice. One time. How many times did you go to Galaxy's Edge? Okay, planned one time. How many times Two. did you go to Galaxy's Edge? I went twice. Two. How many times did you call anyone from this program and find out if they needed or wanted anything? I bagel. <laughs> ba yes. Sorry, what's that? Was that zero, zero. come out of your mouth? Yes, zero, zero came out of my mouth. Even it's... though even though the second time I spoke to you via text mere Hours before you went. My only excuse, not a good one. I understand <laughs> that, is that I had just built the were you, droid. Were you dead? Try sandwich. Just try to time? defend yourself. I had just built the droid, and it was like eight thirty, and we were getting towards the end of the night, and mm -hmm. I was all excited about the droid. My little brother built a droid, and we mm -hmm. walk out, and I think, okay, I'm good, and then we leave, and I'm standing on line for uh, Big Thunder Mountain. Like I got everything I need. Everything. Fuck! And I didn't <laughs> yell "fuck" out loud, but I was like, "Fuck, fuck, 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 fuck," because I realized I forgot a gift for Kevin. Let's be clear for the audience: that was the second time that you were there. Okay. The second time. Once again, in my defense, the first time I went was the day I landed, and I was a little loopy because uh -huh. it was like 16 hours into my day. So. No, you're right. No, it's understandable that you're a little loopy. Because you were 16 hours into your day and only thinking of you. Got it. Oh, okay. wow. Someone selfish only thinking of them. <laughs> Who would ever do such a thing? Unimaginable. No, it's fine. And what if that had been your only trip to Galaxy's Edge? I knew it wasn't going to be. Right. And so you would think, based on the fact that your first visit to Galaxy's Edge, you know, you kind of dropped the ball for your friends. You would think on the second trip, you would make it a mental priority to not have a repeat of that of that event, right? My Isn't only, that what you would think? My only 
statement I can say now is OG is going soon. <laughs> so help me, OG. You're my only hope. I get yeah. that. Yeah. Get, that. <laughs> get it? The Star Wars. OG joke. would never go and and not at least say, hey, is there anything down there that you need? Is there anything? You know, and if I said, hey, OG, call me when you're there, you know, like maybe we could Skype or something so I could see what's, you know, what's happening down there, you know, what kind of souvenirs are available. Because we don't even know the full list of things that are available there. So I'm just saying, like, that's, I know. I figured you have three of everything there already in the Geek Stuff archives. That's a thing that friends do. So, you know, that's all. And you know I don't have three of everything in the product archive. Sorry, only two. Because you know that place has only been open for how long, and I haven't even been there yet to buy three of everything. So your smart-ass comment is um, bullshit and moot. Moot. <laughs> so, guys, this is uh, Geeks of TNG, episode 565, Baby, It's Cold Inside today oh <laughs> yeah like that one i i feel like that that, that kind of works i do like that one before we roll into all the awesomeness that is going on uh we have a bunch of things that we need to hit on first some some house cleaning if you would uh we got geek fleet coming up geek fleet 18 november 23rd is going to be happening at 10 a.m to 4 p.m in lovely Kearney, new jersey you got 40 plus vendors you got raffles you got live dj you got arts and you got art, you got books, you got crafts, collectibles, some like kind of stuff you can like decorate your house, like Etsy kind of style things. But most importantly, what do they have, Sandwich? The empanadas. They got the empanadas. I think they were not there last time, if I remember correctly. I'm not 100% sure. I remember I overhearing I'm, something about I, empanada issues. I thought, I thought OG said that they did not have them last time. Was that the one I went to? I don't remember. Was there one? Was there one between since then? They do them twice a year. There, so. Yes, there was. There's twice a year, so it would have been in the spring sometime. I was there in the spring. You know what? Yeah, actually, I don't remember the empanadas. Well, either way, hopefully that they're there this year. Uh, you will find myself. You will find uh, the OG. You will maybe find a sandwich there. I am up in the air. I might have a thing this Saturday, so I need to see how many oh, days really? I have off. Oh yeah. really? You have a thing, do you? We'll talk about it in the break. Okay, we got it. Th- He's got a thing. That's fine. And uh, Big Kev, I'll Skype. I'll Skype you in. Yeah, I did that last year. Well, thank you, Mister Monty. What a nice thing to do. You know, the internet connection is not Skype the best. Skype your there. friends in. The internet connection is nice. not the best, but I'm going to do whatever I can to try to make that happen. That is very nice. I, I skyped Kevin at the last Geek Flea. <laughs> I did. Okay. He said hi to Smack. Uh huh. That was a thing. So all right, it's uh-huh. a thing. Uh, so yeah, so you'll be able to find us uh, there for sure. Uh, it's also worth pointing out that the same day on November twenty third, Huracan will be going on. Um, it's going on in East Rockaway, New York, to be- uh, to help benefit the Bethany Congressional Church. Uh, the Bethany gym floor was damaged terribly uh, after Hurricane Sandy. After it was housing uh, a bunch of people during that disaster, uh, which feels like forever ago at this point, but yeah. it's really not. Um, over there, you will be able to find a whole bunch of the same things. You, a lot of uh, uh, writers, a lot of artists, food, collectibles, toys, figures, everything kind of under the sun in our wheelhouse. Uh, they're going to have a bunch of people uh, there uh, at 100 Main Street in East Rockaway, New York. All the proceeds are going to be going, uh, coming from admission, raffle, food sales, going to be going to the church, and a little something to try to help out the volunteers. 
uh, get by at the same time. So if you're in New York, head over to Huracan. If you're in New Jersey, head over to Geek Lee. Lots of good options, and they're far, they're plenty far enough away where it's okay talking about both things. And uh, Kev, do we want to talk about the TNG today, or do we want to hold that off one more show? What where do we stand with that? No, we still have some entries coming in. So uh, I I honestly think I think we have one more week. I'm pretty sure we have one more week. Okay. Of uh, of of this contest. What does TNG, our brand new moniker, Geek Stuff TNG, what does TNG mean to you? You can uh, let us know over on Discord if you happen to be a member of Patreon, which we'll mm-hmm. talk about in a minute. Uh, you can let us know via the Facebook, uh, or you could give us a call at the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Mm-hmm. And you can leave your... Uh, your clever answer there. So we're looking for clever answers here, uh, you know, because we're not defining what TNG means. So, you know, we want to know what people think when they hear it. So uh, there's there's Absolutely. a couple of great ones. I think we should share the ones that we have here from uh, Vicious Smith, uh, one of our longest time fans. Uh, he says TNG is the nerd galaxy, right? So Geek Stuff, the nerd galaxy. Good guess there. Good guess. his second one, Geek Stuff. The non-import guys. Yeah, not so cool. Not exactly. Uh, not actually sure what that one means. It's it, it's a bit of a dig there. Yeah. Uh, at at the, at the sandwich and myself. Non-import. Non-important guys. Oh, non-important guys. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, but that, I'm a part of that. So, am I not an <laughs> important guy? I don't think that. I don't uh, think that one works. According to Vicious uh, Smith from Shardos over on Discord. Uh, it's the next guys. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that's very, kind of, very literal. It's another good one. It's appropriate. Yeah, we're good. Wombat Neil over on Discord. Geek stuff. Touch not goofy. So you know, clearly directed at sandwich. That clearly. one. Clearly. <laughs> someone. So, someone's yeah. been listening to the episodes lately. Yeah. That's good. Very, very it's good much when so. People listen. It is quite nice. Not gonna lie. Um. So yeah, so those are some of the awesome uh, entries we have so far. Uh, we have some more that are just not on our prep sheet, and uh, I have our prize off camera right now. Oh, that will that will go to a lucky person uh, who um, who guesses what TNG stands for. What uh, wonderful I, I, product did we select? Well, I thought we were going to keep it a surprise. Oh, all right, we can do that. Yeah, Surprises yeah. are fun. Yeah, if anything, because I I, I I told you about it, but I don't think I showed it to you. So if anything, Kev, I'll show you when we. Uh, we have the break to be able to go over that. Uh, Inside track. Exactly. Uh, A little behind the scenes. And um, you mentioned the Patreon. We are uh, patreon.com slash geekstufftng. I don't know why our template is all screwed up here. Uh, But we have a lot of tiers going on right now. For a dollar, you're able to get into our Discord, which has been buzzing today. I wonder what kind of news happened today in the geek culture. Gee, really? Why would it? it be buzzing? I don't know. What could have happened? For three bucks, you can get it to early bird special. That uh, means that you get the show uh, Tuesday nights, 99.9% of the times. Uh, and you get a sneak peek, peek at the prep sheet as well. $5, you get the bonus content. That means that you're going to be... <coughs> excuse me. I'm still getting over this damn cough. Uh, bonus round for 5 bucks. That means you're going to be able to get the weekend uh, bonus show that I uh, run. And sometimes... Uh, Lately, Sandwich has been joining, which has been fantastic yeah. so far. And for... Uh, and the vintage episodes, by the way. Forgot to mention that. Uh, the, the, the old shows of geek stuff. 
And we have, for $10, you get to see the show live on the Instagrams right now as Kev gives a scary, scary, dirty look towards Sandwich through the Instagrams <laughs> at the moment. And it gives you a chance to give uh, some shit to Big Kev right now since he can... Uh, he monitors it during the show. Yes. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, I think those are all the, the, the notes and the essentials for today. We, we have a lot of shit that we got to tackle. So should we just go into it? Let's hop right into it. Yeah. Let's talk about the second most important Star Wars news of the week, which is the Mandalorian has launched uh, <laughs> along with Disney Plus. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you guys watched the first episode. I did. It was spectacular, as I expected that it would be. We should emphasize that we're not going to say any spoilers for today. No. I will say this about it, though. I honestly, and this is in all honesty, I wasn't really jazzed about the music. Really? Really? Yeah. I really, I wasn't that jazzed. And I know we used the, th the theme song is not bad once you get, like a minute into it, I think it. it I think yeah, it's better. Like the first minute is just kind of, sort of like a drone, you know, and it's kind of just like, it's weird. But once you hit like that minute, minute seven mark, it really picks up nicely. I think they should trim that out a little bit, and I think that would be a, and you know, I think it's a, a memorable theme. That's what we use tonight, right? Yeah, I yeah. can't hear it on my. So no, no, that's no. that's the one we talked about it beforehand, and that's what's yeah. in the uh, the intro. I like right that from, and from that point. So that one, and so that one was uh, 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 the the music was. I would think there were a couple of pieces here and there where I was kind of like, eh, it was a little meh. Like I'm um, just just a couple, like one or two things, which we can talk about next week for sure. Um, yeah. We'll probably be talking about you know all of these brand new shows uh, as they come. Uh, week over week, so uh, I, yeah, but we'll give it a week. We'll give you a week to. Uh, you know, to watch it. So, yeah. Uh, and then we're going to spoil the shit out of it next week. <laughs> now, Kev, did um, you have it? Did you have any problems accessing uh, Disney plus from out there? Cause some people in my office, as we were counting down the minutes to, uh, to it happening, I know some Android people had some problems um, trying to watch it. So did you have any issues whatsoever out uh, on your side of things? No, no, not, not at all. And in fact, I had, I was, Wondering how I was going to get it because, you know, if I was going to get it directly from Disney and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And then lo and behold, Verizon Wireless <laughs> gives their unlimited customers uh, Disney Plus for a year for free. Yes. Which is awesome. That's quite a bonus uh, to be in a wire, you know, to being a, an unlimited customer. Disney Plus for a year for free. So that's what I did. I signed in through Verizon and got it. Got the apps for all my devices, my Apple TV as well. Mm -hmm. And yeah, no problem at all. Yeah, you get free Apple I, Music with that too. So I, I'm pretty sure. So it works out well. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was right into uh right into the Mandalorian within minutes. <laughs> Were you gonna say something, Sam? I'm wondering if you can if you can get the unlimited Verizon plan and then because you're getting it now you get Disney Plus. I wonder if that was like a launch thing. Was it? Say, say that one more time. For all unlimited customers. So I'm saying, if you sign up, like, say tomorrow, do you then get you Disney get Plus? Yes. Oh, you do. Yes. Okay. Get it. Yeah. I didn't see that explicitly stated. So I'm sure at some point there will be a cutoff date for that, but I didn't see one at the outset. I didn't I watch didn't see a cutoff oh, date at the outset. So I didn't watch the episode, but I like the fact that I guess they're airing episodes weekly. Yes, because I like are. I prefer that to the binge method, because I feel like when you binge a show, it loses that, that little bit of uh, sparkle. 
sparkle, sparkle. Kev, did you get a chance to watch anything else that was on there besides Mandalorian? You bet I did. I watched the Jeff Goldblum show. How, how was that? Because I got to be honest. like Brilliant. For, forget Star Wars. Forget Marvel. All that stuff that we care about. It, I think that's the brilliant. one original content that's outside of the usual realm of things that I'm super mm-hmm. excited for. It was brilliant. It was absolutely awesome. brilliant. It's like a mini documentary sort of exploration of whatever the topic is by Jeff Goldblum. That sounds it's like a win. Un- and the first topic is sneakers, sneaker culture. Ooh. Ooh. And it was hysterical. I mean, it was really funny and it was really like really well done. Nice. I can't wait. Next week is ice cream. And and, <laughs> and how long is that episode? Is that like a half hour I, thing or I 45? Think they were, I think it was like half an hour. Honestly, I don't remember. I honestly didn't care. I thought if it went on forever, I'd have kept watching it. <laughs> So I think everyone had a great. feeling. I think everyone had a feeling that, that was going to be one of their. I don't want to call it a sleeper hit, but that was going to be really super entertaining. It's you know the people I've talked to who know that Disney Plus are is coming mm-hmm. or has launched. Some of them have no idea about the Jeff Goldblum show. Really? What? Which, yeah, which I'm like I was shocked about because I mean I guess not shocked because you know the the things you normally associate with Disney. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the things that people are looking forward to. Sure. And speaking of Disney Plus, interface is very nice. I heard that there's from multiple lot, people. Uh, there's a lot of content on there, a lot of content. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I wanted to see if I could ascertain how deep, you know, they were going. Mm-hmm. So I just put in a few random things. Uh, some of the things that we've um, talked about on this program, like Tron, the original Tron is on there. Oh, I'm. I, I, <laughs> That should be good. I can't wait to watch that. Yeah. The Black Hole is also on there, Mm -hmm. which I think is going to give a whole new audience to that movie. And I think that movie is excellent. I may be a little bit ahead of its time. It's it's a bit heady Mm -hmm. science fiction wise. And I think at the time it came out, I just think we were all kind of Star Wars heads at that moment and I don't think anybody could have appreciated it. So it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be interesting because like like you just said, there's so much content on there uh it'll be interesting in maybe a year from now this this you know streaming service going on uh if there's going to be any kind of discoveries um that would influence them to like let's say someone let's say a whole nother generation discovers tron i'm using just as a base example and they that that influences them to put out you know another show another kind tron of movie three? that would be great yeah i mean i, I mean i, I know the, the i whole... mean the original tron is there tron uh you know the sequel is there as well mm-hmm. and they also have uprising which was the animated series they did right around the time the second movie came out that kind of played once and disappeared okay. never released on never released on video of any kind or dvd or anything mm-hmm. so that's also on there i saw that I went a little deep. I like I put in some obscure Disney stuff like the Black Cauldron. Okay. That's a good one. That's actual that's actually on there, which I was a little surprised by. But The Last Starfighter is not on there. I love The Last Starfighter. That's not on there. And you, I'm you, pretty you would sure like that, you would like it sandwich. I probably would. I'm pretty sure that's a Disney flick. Rocketeer is on there. Well, let's find um, out because I don't know about The Last Starfighter. I think the last Starfighter is owned by Disney. I'm, I'm reasonably. I wouldn't be surprised sure. if it's Disney, but let me let me just look. Disney owns all. <laughs> if it's a movie, Disney has either tried to buy it or owns it already. Hold on, hold on. I thought for sure Disney had something to do with the production of that movie. 
Uh, it says production company, Universal Pictures was the production company. Really? Distributed by Universal Pictures. It, okay, well, then that's not it. Um, but uh, uh, I, I looked uh, at some other things. Ten Things I Hate About You oddly popped up there, which I did not think was Disney. But I guess it's it's Touchstone. I I guess is what that one is, and I guess Disney is Touchstone as well. So mm-hmm. now, did you go for the? I pack- guess some of those properties are coming over as well. Now, are you, do you have the package that also has uh, Hulu and ESPN Plus as well, or is it just Disney no. Plus that you have? It's just Disney Plus. So it's you know it's all Disney stuff: Star Wars, Marvel, National mm-hmm. Geographic, some other things. Yeah, like I was that. just kind of surprised that. Uh, I mean, obviously we know what to expect with uh, ESPN for the most part. But for Hulu, I felt like it didn't really give you on the website this morning uh, like a, a clear breakdown exactly of what exactly is going to be on there. I mean, we know that's going to be some of the more hard-hitting, more adult content, the R-rated kind of like Deadpool. You're going to be finding that kind of stuff on Hulu. But it didn't give you an, an exact breakdown, which would have been kind of nice, to be t- kind of honest with you. I hope what we find on there is Daredevil. Oh, because they need to bring that back. Oh, that would be awesome in some way shape before actually that would be just be brilliant for them yeah that would really that would help to sell that what is it 11 or 12 i think it's 12.99 bundle um between the two services between the three rather all together um oh man that would be awesome i didn't even think about that i'd be all over that nice but, so was there is there other news or are we just going to talk disney plus for the evening i mean let, i mean let's be honest this is the big there's lots of other news going on uh but let's be honest that's just the, the biggest thing um by far. I think, and I think it's brilliant launching with the Mandalorian. By the way, I mean, and the episode, like I said, the episode was phenomenal. Have you either one of you seen it, or am I the only one? I, I, you're I the only one. It. The only I just know uh, a very cute scene that happens uh, in it because because people in my office uh, were supposed to be working, but they were watching Star Wars <laughs> during during the yeah, day. Yeah, that's so. kind of the uh, that's kind of the big spoiler. Yeah, it was pretty pretty good spoiler, but that we're not going to go into that. Um, all I mean, all in all, it seems like a very successful first day for Disney. Uh, Mandalorian was a huge, huge um, um, uh, cog kind of in the Disney Plus uh, launch. Bob Iger had to, he had notes and he had to approve every single episode that rolled out. Um, I think mm-hmm. like three pages worth of notes that sometimes, I, I don't quote, hold me on that, but I mean, they spent so much money and so much of an investment to really help launch Disney Plus that. The fact that it's actually happened today is kind of cool. Yeah. Um. All right. I figure we're going to go back to Disney Plus eventually. So let's move on to everything going on uh, elsewhere. Uh, uh, Kevin Feige confirms that Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and the She-Hulk will be on the big screen, uh, according to the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, I I don't know if it's not the fact that it's not so much of a surprise, but I could have sworn that this was going to be all. Disney plus E related kind of content. Yeah. Uh, especially for uh, She-Hulk and uh, Miss Marvel. I thought that for for sure like that was going to be great on Disney plus. So I'm a little surprised um, that that is the case. Uh, Moon Knight. I, I just want something Moon Knight related out now. <laughs> I don't even care. I just want something. I, I feel like Moon Knight's the only one of those three that I think could easily make a transition. Like I feel like the, the Miss Marvel and She-Hulk are more television products if that makes sense where i feel like i feel i feel exactly the opposite i i think moon knight is the one that should be the tv show and yeah i mean i can see i really i can see all of them as tv shows 
but that's not really the point. Moon Knight, I think, I mean, for me at least, I want to see that go on because he's a schizophrenic or whatever the hell he is, yeah, and or multiple personalities, whatever he is, he's crazy. So doing that as a one-off kind of is weird. You know what I mean? Doing it as a TV series where it's you know crazy delusion of the week as the formula, I think is a I think that would be a much better TV show. I see that. I see that. No, that makes sense. It does make sense. Saying that now, I I I appreciate the input. That is actually good input. You know, Uh, Uh, that was the only thing Kevin Foggy said. Uh, He also says that the Loki see wow Loki series that's on Disney Plus will also be tying in to the Doctor Strange sequel at the exact same time. So it's nice just kind of seeing how. They are trying to yeah. make this very cohesive and actually trying to make everything work in tandem. Yeah, yeah, it's easy because it's Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. So I have a feeling we're going to see more than Loki in that film. I have a feeling we're going to see, I have a feeling we might see, uh, you know, we might see Chris Evans in that film. I think they might keep that very quiet if they're going to do that. Mm-hmm. I know there's a possibility we might see RDJ make a return. Now he's already going to return as Iron Man Correct. in the Black Widow film which takes place before mm-hmm. um the the events of Avengers Endgame which he dies in. Spoiler. Spoiler. Yeah, I'm not going to run the, I'm not even going to run the music there. Yeah. If you haven't watched it now, forget it. <laughs> you, and she died too. So what? there. Kevin. So there you go. You didn't watch it yet? Too bad. Sucks for it's on all the fee- It's on all the services. Too bad. It's been spoiled um, on social media. I think it's really, and we know that Loki, the Loki TV show spins directly out of Endgame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the Loki TV show is about the Loki that grabs the Tesseract and, you know, that that Loki in the scene, you know, yeah. you know the scene I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, if you've seen it, which I'm sure everybody has by now, right? You're not living under a rock, are you? For the most part. Um, yeah, and that's spring 2021, so that's coming up. Not soon enough. I really appreciate the fact that they're trying to involve the TV shows into the universe more now. Absolutely. Because I feel like the Netflix thing, it was cool that they like would allude to it, mm-hmm. but it felt so like this is separate. Like a little disjointed from yeah, the tasting. It, yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate now it's like more involved in the universe because it makes sense. Mm-hmm. If these heroes are fighting in New York, they might run into someone, you know? It just makes sense. That's why it was so success. The comic was so successful uh, when they had continuity for so many years. So yeah. there you go. Um, you know, I didn't want to talk about this topic, but because it was Bruce Campbell, I feel like it was worth throwing oh, oh, oh. in here. I think, I think you're going too fast. Oh, you want to have this Because right here in the prep sheet, yeah, we got the article on Chris Evans. Did I scroll? Oh, you know what? My bad. I accidentally scrolled down too too far there. Um, so on Variety's Actors on Actors, uh, Scarlett Johansson was, I guess, interviewing Chris Evans, and she asked him if he would, if he would reprise the role of Steve Rogers' Captain America, and he said. A lot of things would have to come together. You never say never. I love the character. I don't know. It's not a hard no, but it's not an eager yes. He goes on to say, there are other things I'm working on right now. I think Cap had such a tricky act to stick 
the landing. What? To stick the landing. And I think they did a really nice job letting him complete his journey. If you're going to revisit it, it can't be a cash grab. It can't just be because the audience wants to be excited. What are we revealing? What are we adding to the story? A lot of things would have to come together. So there you go. I mean, not saying no is a good thing, he said. Uh, he also went on to say, it was such a beautiful, cathartic ending, it and was. I love that for Steve. I think he deserved that. It was all his happiness. Oh, that was uh, Scarlett Johansson, rather. Well, either way, uh, I mean, I, I think he hit it really on the head there. As, as as much as it sucks, that, you know, the fact that chapter of the MCU uh, came to a close. Uh, I mean, Evans is, I think, 100% right here. Oh, yeah. Everything he said, I think that makes absolute sense. Because the last thing you want is uh, is a, a comeback that kind of falls flat at the same time. It's almost like that, that TV show that kind of has one too many seasons at the same time. It's mm -hmm. almost like that kind of feeling Arrow. instead of ending on top, which he absolutely did. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I think it's a beautiful ending as well. I just don't think that, you know, that it doesn't have to mean that it's the end of, uh, you know, the end of the character. And certainly the Doctor Strange multiverse of madness movie certainly gives us an opportunity for a Chris Evans, some alternate version of Captain Rogers mm -hmm. uh, sort of cameo, I think would be appropriate even. So yeah. I don't know. I guess we're going to have to wait and see. I mean, there's going to be a lot that they'll be able to do with that. With that idea, I like I like the next article because they they listed as Spider Man star Bruce Campbell. <laughs> like Bruce Campbell's never done anything other than Spider Man, which I think I guess because it's comic book related, right? Because he was in a comic book movie, and yeah. that was the one one of the ones he was in. So yeah, did, I guess did, did Spider Man like really like up his popularity though? Like obviously we know him. No, I wasn't no, sure for anybody else if that actually made a difference. No. No, it was his friend, one of his best friends, maybe his best friend, was the director of that movie. Mm -hmm. So, you know, no, it didn't up his... He had cred long before Spider-Man. No, no he, if, he did, yes. Even if, you, even if you consider that cred sort of underground, yeah, it was still... He still had Army of Darkness cred at that point. He still had... At that point, he had done Briscoe County Jr. too, I think, no, and I'm, Jack of All Trades. Yep. And I mean, he had done a bunch of like, it's really kind of B stuff. Yeah, for sure. You know, when you look at it from that perspective, people dead and so on and so forth. Maybe Spider-Man was maybe kind of the first A-list-ish sort of thing that he did. Mm -hmm. But I mean, anyone that knows anything knows who Bruce Campbell was long before Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, yes. Anybody. But I was just curious in terms of like the general public, if that kind of helped out with his popularity at all. But. I, I had to ask Monty if Bruce Campbell is actually in the movies because I honestly kind of forgot his parts in the movie. I didn't think of him as, oh, yeah, he was, Monty had to tell me, the ring announcer in Spider-Man 1. Like, I didn't think, oh, yeah, that's Bruce Campbell. I completely forgot. So saying he's a Spider-Man star just seems kind of out there. Either way, uh, Campbell chimed in on the whole Martin Scorsese on Marvel movie criticism. Uh, while uh, he was at a uh, um, uh, a convention, he simply said, it's full of crap for criticizing Marvel movies. Uh, when the Irishman, Scorsese's uh, gangster uh, epic, utilizes CGI, digitally de-ages 
stars Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and Joe Pesci. Uh, more digital effects than any other Marvel movie. Um, he specifically said uh, Scorsese was uh, ragging on Marvel movies, right? Martin Scorsese is one of the greatest filmmakers, so when uh, he says stuff like that, it hurts. Campbell said uh, at a uh, horror-centric convention, spooky, <laughs> spooky empire, because it's not like movies that, uh, like that are easy to make. It's not like The Irishman doesn't have digital effects out the ass. And it's just kind of interesting just seeing someone who's been in what feels like every variety of, of television show or movie for the most part just kind of chiming in and just kind of, just kind of calling it how it is and just kind of calling it all bullshit. I think that the whole Martin Scorsese thing, I think, stems from an sort of an old trope about comic books, which is that they are strictly for children and they are not to be taken seriously because they're comic books. So therefore, if you make movies of the thing that you're not supposed to take seriously, mm -hmm. why should anyone take it seriously? Except for the fact that I wonder that he's seen any of these movies. That's a good question. Number one. And number two, the fact that, I, I mean, just Avengers Endgame alone, which you really can't take by itself, but let's say you could, that movie alone uh, is, is far and away is a brilliant piece of storytelling at the very least. Yes. But when you factor in the fact that that's the culmination of 10 years of filmmaking by different filmmakers mm -hmm. and a story that has spread through all of those films, even if it's only in minute ways, those movies are all connected. They're all telling one huge story. And, you know, for somebody to be like, ah, about the storytelling, I mean, I just don't think he's either seen them or I think he's. He might just be a victim of his age, his generation, which does don't take comic books seriously because, with all due respect, they were comic books, mm -hmm. kids things, things that no one took seriously. So why should you know? Why should anyone take the films made of those, you know, those uh, comic books that no one takes seriously? Why should anyone take them seriously? And I think it boils down to that. I just don't think anyone's asked them about it. I, I think it also you know? comes down to the fact that. Listen, if you like seeing documentaries, if you like seeing National Geographic, if you like The Wizard of Oz, uh, Marvel, I mean, even DC, I mean, it's your own personal opinion. Sometimes you also just want to watch something and just turn your brain off. I mean, I can watch Abbott and Costello a million times over without being bored by it. Yeah. Um, but it's not necessarily like the greatest uh, uh, piece of cinema out there. But hell, I enjoy it. And that's, and that's all that matters. It's just sometimes you just want to go out and just have fun. Just check your brain at the door and have fun. I point to anything Bruce Campbell has done. And it's funny you say that because I was talking to a, a co-worker about Bubba Hotep just yesterday. A real just enjoy it, something I enjoy watching. I can watch it right now and I'll enjoy it like it's the first time I'm watching it. Have you seen the Bubba Hotep, sir? Nope. You'd enjoy it. I think it's a good, good out there flick for sure. He uh, wouldn't enjoy it. You don't think so? No, it's not, full of, it's not scary. He's full of hate. Who? You're not going to defend Sandwich. yourself there? Let the hate flow through you. Okay, okay. <laughs> this this took a turn. Um, Feel the hate flow through you. We, do it. <laughs> we do have some trailers. Strike me down with all of your <laughs> hatred. 
we take have it away from the place at my side. This is going off the rails pretty quickly. We have some Maybe we should take a break. Do you want to take a break? Yeah. All right. We Let's got some. Hold on, hold on. We got. Is there anything else that's worth? Oh, there's one one piece of movie thing I would like to get out of the way though before we we hit the break, just so it's not disjointed. Does it does it tie in at all with Disney or Marvel or Star Wars or anything like that? No. And we'll be right back on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> The one we're calling It's Cold Inside or something like that. Close enough. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Good afternoon, guys. It's uh, West Coast Scott here at YMINCA on Twitter. Just wanted to uh, touch base about my meeting with the Great Sandwich out at uh, Disney's Galaxy's Edge there under the shadow of the beautiful Millennium Falcon. Uh, Sandwich was on a whirlwind tour of all the amusement parks in Southern California, so he had a family trip with him. It was nice to bump into him. We did a quick uh, Instagram Live. Kev, I'm not going to give him that much of a hard time because I heard him say on the show when he was going to be at Disneyland, and I reached out to him at Fat Dumbledore on Instagram and said, hey, be sure to catch up with me because I'll be in the parks. So I'm not going to blast him too hard for not picking up all of your stuff. You know I'll always buy your Disney stuff out here for you. I was at the park for Dapper Day. If you don't know what that is, check out the podcast I do with my wife that is the PieCast. You can find uh, us at Pie Day Cosplay on Twitter. Um, and again, this is West Coast Scott saying, Sandwich, it was nice to meet you. What the fuck was that? Your sister has turned into a zombie. Hey, gang, this is Bruce Campbell, and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Ha ha! Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Go fuck yourself. What the fuck was that? It's the Evil Dead! And we are back. This episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 565, Baby, It's Cold Inside. Freezing. <laughs> Chill. Uh-huh. Uh, feel the burn. Feel the burn. So there was a lot going on during that break. Uh, most importantly, we had um, from our lovely West Coast correspondent, Scott, chiming in. Oh, yeah. Wonderful dude. Wonderful. So how, how was it? It must have been very nice meeting West Coast Scott. It was nice. We had been in a correspondence that's not supposed to be a joke and um i had said oh i'll try to catch up with you later and i got off the millennium falcon ride Mm -hmm. and he was standing there uh and and it felt like weird seeing him like i said on the bonus show it's the chosen one and i immediately ran up said hi and we shot a little uh instagram live i like how my favorite part of the, the 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 interaction was the fact that you were so so quick to volunteer to, to take his position, to take his title that he's worked so hard for, and to abandon uh, um, Studio M for your own personal endeavors. That was my favorite part of, it, uh, of, your, of your trip. It wasn't abandoning Studio M. It was me. 
enjoying the weather of the West Coast because it's just really nice out there. Kevin, how would how, Kev, sir, how how would you describe um, sandwiches interactions over there? I'm Selfish, <laughs> self-serving. Uh, let's see, disloyal. Mm-hmm. I learned from watching uh, you, Dad. <laughs> you learned it from watching me, pal. You did not learn that from watching me. Well, you know what sandwich has learned. His name. Oh, say that again, Kev. You broke up. The um, Instagram just hit the. Just my end just shit the bed. Someone's gonna have to join me back in. Oh, it yeah. sure did. But while that's happening, you know, what we can do. We can have sandwiches. I'll, I'll get it. Uh, we can have sandwiches. Talk about our lovely sponsor of the show, Sandwich. What do you got for us? So our lovely sponsor at uh, buildxwing.com, the wonderful Build X Wing that I butcher week to week. Um, so I'm going to hit the highlights here. But the important thing to say right off the bat is that this is, of course, of course, the 118th scale X-Wing. So that's perfect for three and three quarter scale figures. And it's a great figure for collectors and diorama guys who like to have things in scale because it's the only fully realized in scale X-Wing. Uh, like Kev pointed out last week, there was a foam one that Hasbro made that was just atrocious. But this one is, like I said, fully realized details. Like the foils go out into attack position like an X-Wing should. And uh, it has ship lights, R2-D2, and all those wonderful little gadgets. But what we like to highlight week to week, and I, once again, usually butcher, is a deluxe edition. Confidence, that- have confidence. <laughs> Comes with working landing lights, static figures, uh, like I love to point out, the little people mover. And uh, one of the static figures is the static Luke that fits perfectly into that little cockpit. You know, and the deluxe edition is the best edition that you will get. It's the best bang for your buck. You know, the month-to-month description is fantastic. The regular one is fine, but the deluxe edition just comes with all those wonderful extra features that when you're building this in your home... And it's finally done. You're going to say, holy shit. I'm glad I paid for this deluxe edition because it just looks amazing. And it doesn't take up a whole lot of room. So it'll fit perfectly on the shelf. And you're going to be very happy to have this sitting in your home from your, you know, I butchered that end part, but, you know. Yeah, you know, I was gonna make a joke about like you, you know, you doing a good job with the computer yeah. crashing, but you kind of just—I yeah, just crashed. You stole the. Th- you know, yeah. you know, one thing that we that we sometimes we neglect to say is that in addition to you know you get a couple of parts every uh, every month, uh, you know, and then you build as you go along. We've talked about that. We've mm-hmm. talked about the deluxe edition coming with uh, all those extra parts, the working landing lights, the. Um, the uh, the figurines, if you will, um, and those sorts of things. We talked about that. We talked about sure. how, like Sandwich said, the 118th scale, perfect for uh, the Star Wars action figure collector, the three and three quarter range. One thing we don't talk about is the magazine that comes every month. That's true. I, I do with, neglect with that. The, with the parts. And so in addition to showing you how to integrate those parts into your build, um, it gives you, uh, you know, background material, source material, that kind of thing. And then what you do is um, you will get a uh, like a binder and you can bind all of those magazines together and you have this wonderful volume to go with uh, your uh, amazing X-Wing um, 
that you built. So yeah, check them out over at buildxwing.com. And what's the phone number if they want to get involved? Sandwich? I had that close. What's that uh, phone number? 877-544-6779. There you go. I, Thank you. The second Thank you, you started saying the numbers, I got it. That's maybe it. instead of having it on your tiny little phone, you know, maybe write some shit down. I know, old school, but maybe. I don't know. Just, just thinking out loud. I'll just put it on top of the thing I had on my phone. Harley Quinn leads her own crew of villains in the new in a new series trailer. Uh, the uh, Harley Quinn animated series featuring villains Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy as they form their own crew of misfits. Did you get a chance uh, to watch this yet, Kev? No, I didn't. But I'm liking a couple of things about it. One, mm-hmm. Kaylee Cuoco mm-hmm. <laughs> as Harley Quinn. So Kaylee Cuoco... Uh, you may know from such things as the Big Bang Theory and Priceline commercials, That's and also tougher. growing up, uh, growing up Brady. She played Marsha Brady in the Growing Up Brady miniseries okay. on TV. That's where most people discovered her because there's a pool scene. You should Google Kelly Cuoco pool scene Brady, and you'll see why the whole world was like, "Holy crap, who's that?" Well, I'll say this uh, much: the the trailer was really fucking good i i'm i haven't watched it yet but you know dc animation is where it's at so mm-hmm. if, you know this is the thing where is this going to be shown uh it will be shown you know what it, it had it on there too it will be streaming on the du dc universe subscription service oh so before it goes under yeah exactly yeah. Um, I mean, this is not this is not going to be a animated uh program for kids yeah. But oh, it's, it's going to be adult. It's going to be it's going to be adult. There was a there was a lot of choice words that were bleeped out during the uh oh, during the trailer. My. Yes. So unless, I definitely want to see it. Unless now. they were bleeping out the word duck. Um <laughs> it is it was it was bleeped out quite often at times. Um but other it, other people uh involved here I think we should mention as well. For sure. Alan Tudyk will be portraying the Joker. What an excellent choice. Now I have to chase Alan Tudyk around the world, just like OG did, uh, <laughs> to get his autograph uh, in in his uh, Firefly book. Oh, see, we don't mm. have that bit anymore. We don't. Mm. We don't. Bad. Some wah, wah. bits die with OG. Um, uh, Ron Fuchs, JB Smooth, uh, Jason Alexander, which I thought was interesting. Wanda Sykes. Uh, these are all people who are going to be uh, loaning their voices. Giancarlo Esposito, who I'm pretty sure is in every program ever, because he's coming <laughs> up on The Mandalorian as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's actually playing Lex Luthor, which is interesting. Uh, Natalie Morales from BoJack Horseman, if you're familiar with that. If not, you should watch it. Jim Rash from the Mike Tyson Mysteries as Riddler. Dietrich Bader. Uh, as Batman, if you don't know who Dietrich Bader is, you need to look him up. Uh, you actually, you do know who he is. You, you look him up, you'll see. Okay. Uh, as Batman, that's really interesting also, I think. Um, for, for those of you who don't know who Dietrich Bader is, I want to say, um, in the movie Jay and Silent Bob uh, Go to Hollywood, what was that called? Strike Back. Strike Back. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, the, the first one. Um He's the 
uh, he's the sort of studio lot guard who catches them. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, oh, what a lovely tea party. That one, that's Dietrich Bader. Uh, he's playing Batman, which is amazing. Tony Hale uh, as Dr. Psycho. Chris Maloney as Commissioner Gordon. You know who Chris Maloney is? Mm-mm. Sandwich, you know who Christopher Maloney is? No. He's Christopher Moltisanti. Oh. <laughs> the Sopranos playing Commissioner Gordon. So good on uh, good on Chris Maloney. Uh, Raul Colli, uh, Sana Lethan, and I guess there'll be more here. Vanessa Marshall as Wonder Woman. Vanessa Marshall does whose voice on Rebels? Uh, um, uh, the pilot. What's her name? Uh, she's a Twi'lek. I always forget her name. Uh, so that's who she is. Uh, and Jacob Tremblay, who I don't know as uh, Robin. So it's quite a cast of voice talent uh, mm-hmm. that you have here. Um, I'm being warned by Will that careful, Kev. Kaylee was 14 in the Brady Bunch. Sir, I didn't film the scene, and I don't believe she was 14. I mean, you could be, I could be wrong, but I'm just saying, you know, like that's that's just what people talk about, sir. It's not what I talk about. I'm just saying it's what people talk about. So, <laughs> um, so there you go. That's Harley Quinn. Uh, I also worth pointing out because I think kind of have to, even though we don't want to. The new Sonic trailer dropped for today. Yes, it did. And I can't believe I'm saying it. It was really good, too. Oh, yeah. It looks like a what, decent what movie. What dropped? The, a new Sonic trailer dropped. The Oh. The redesigned Sonic. You know, oh, I see. After... Oh, without the human face? Yeah. And, yeah, no. and Kev, it was, it was really good. It was, it was a long trailer. It was like three minutes almost, yeah. just short of that, I think. Uh, it, it, I, I'm not going to go see it in theaters unless we, we get some kind of crazy pass. Um, but it was it was enjoyable. I, Jim Carrey made me laugh out loud, and and the thing with Sonic was uh, ended up being pretty good. I, no problems whatsoever. It made me want to, uh, you know, if it was on a streaming service or it was just you know able to see it at someone's house, I would check it out because it was pretty enjoyable. It, it I don't want to say this, but like the the cringeness of like the first trailer, <laughs> the cringiness. It's like you almost kind of forget about it. Cause like it, 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 it looks like a really good trailer. It looks like they have something actually good to put out for this movie. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Jim Carrey is hilarious. I love Jim Carrey, and I might see this in theaters if I can get it on like a cheap day, like Tuesday is where they're cheap. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm actually kind of excited. So you're gonna skip the show so you can watch Sonic the Hedgehog? Well, maybe I'll do it in the morning. You're not going to. I won't skip the show. But you're damn right you won't. Uh. Uh, other what else we got? We got other stuff going on in movies. Bill Murray confirmed for Ghostbusters 2020 return, and the reason I wanted to bring this up was just for the fact that now again, like I mentioned, I'm a big Ghostbusters fan. Ghostbusters Turtles that was kind of my bread and butter as a kid. I'm at the point where I don't even give a shit about Bill Murray. I'm tired of the the drama and the headaches and everything involving the 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 Ghostbuster franchise. I'm thrilled with what he contributed but i'm so tired of the fact that this has to be news the fact that bill murray is saying okay i'll be in the flick 
That's important news because, I mean, now we know that one of them has said absolutely that he will not appear in any of them. Uh, And that, of course, is Harold Ramis. So Harold Ramis is going to continue to hold out. Um, It'd be nice that we get a Bill Murray in the movie. It's just 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 what I'm thinking, you know, just saying. Uh, we got some other stuff. What? He's not in it, is he? Yeah, all right, all right. Chill your face. Um, all right, we got, let's see. Uh, we got some other stuff here in the prep sheet we can save for the bonus show. Uh, now, we have some product between comic books and a little something that um, that the sandwich brought in. Um, I want to mention just these comics really quickly so we can get to this thing because we've all been kind of, uh, I've been kind of itching, kind of. Oh, he doesn't know it's here. Oh, he he brought it. He brought in a little something, did he? He brought in a little something for sure. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The first thing I want to talk about, uh, which is now out in trade paperback, is Spider-Man Life Story. This is a six-issue mini that came out from Marvel. Uh, it is from um, writer Chip Zdarsky. I'm not, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Zdarsky. How do you say it? Yes, you had it right. Okay. Uh, and artist Mark Bagley. So I should just emphasize I'm a huge Bagley fan, so that was really the first reason I wanted to pick up this book. But my God, this was good. Hmm. I, I And I've heard people say that this may win an award, and I kind of see why they're thinking that now. Basically, it takes place um, right after, in the first issue, Spider-Man, you know, Peter Parker becomes Spider-Man. Uh-huh. And it progresses to um, to present day by the sixth issue. Okay. But within that time span, he's actually aging accordingly. Mm. Within that time span, a, a lot of things that take place, it's almost like they, they toned down the comic bookiness of it and interjected a little bit more real life-ism to it. So, you know, if someone dies, they for the most part, they stay dead. Yeah. Uh, he's having uh, serious uh, uh, marriage issue problems in his life. Um. And it's hard. It's hard to kind of go into it without really spoiling because it, it's. It was such an enjoyable. Re- I will reread this. I will flip through this story again. I don't want to spoil it or break down anything specifically, because there's a beautiful hardcover book that just came out. Um, you can get a Gotham Comics in Caldwell, New Jersey, and uh, I am recommending this to many people to check this out. This was a fast read too. Okay. But it was such an enjoyable read that I hope uh, Chip and Mark win some kind of... I hope they do win some kind of award from this. Because this was just sitting in my pile. Yeah. And even though I was backed up, so I had the single issues, and so, but I just kind of read right through them. This reads so perfectly for a bounded book. This is something that I think you would you'd want to have in a hardcover. I mean, especially if you're a Spider-Man fan, you definitely would want to have this in a hardcover if you haven't picked up the original issues. But the fact that you have the life story of Peter Parker, teenager to Peter Parker, old man, as Spider-Man, and all the people around him and the issues that have, that have surrounded his, him, Spider-Man and his family. And a fantastic reading that I really can't recommend enough. Um, if you're was, that in the products, was that in the product section of the... the... It was in the... You son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> see, this is why I used to lock you out of the prep sheets. For good reason. What? what? Right there. No, no, no reason whatsoever. What's the problem? Another book that I want to talk about is the book Horde from Aftershock. Horde? Um, Horde. H-O-R. 
DE. I'm going to reach over and grab it on the side of the table. Or right the... Now, Kev, this is, as you can see on the Instagrams, it's a very nice... Backwards. No, it's just the... No, it's when you see it on Instagram, sir, it's I, reading backwards. I, I'm, I'm aware. I'm just just deal with it. We're looking at pretty pictures. Um, so it's, it's a nice hardcover book, uh, oversized to make it easier uh, on the eyes. Um, and it's just, and the artwork is very nice, but my God, this was a terrible story. <laughs> terrible story. <coughs> I thought this was going to be a, a, a real interesting kind of, uh, um, horror thing, uh, horror story, which aftershock can kind of be known for. Uh, <laughs> but this was just, Oh my God, bad. It's one of those instances I gave, I picked it up really just because it was such a nice book and the artwork was so nice and the, the storyline just failed me. And I tried to finish this book. And you I did. I did. Oh, you did. I did. I skimmed it because it just got ridiculous <laughs> at, at times. And I hate, I hate, I, I, I talk about books that I enjoy a lot. Yeah. Because, especially when it doesn't come from the big two publishers, yeah. I don't really want to bash somebody's work if it's, you know, especially when it's independent people. Yeah. I'd rather not talk about it at times. But this was just so bad. Like, it's such a pretty book when you see it on the shelf. Oh, yeah. But I don't want anyone spending their money. It, it MSRPs for tw uh, 1999, excuse me. Ooh. I, I like how it says in parentheses, higher in Canada. Because <laughs> they couldn't do the the, 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 the currency exchange they, there. They, they spent uh, the money on the story. But, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, and, and Aftershock puts out a lot of good um, storylines that I, that I enjoy. I've been telling a lot of people to pick up Aftershock for various reasons. Uh, and it's just such a disappointment uh, and had so much promise just by looking at it, um, but absolutely just failed miserably. So Spider-Man, yes. Horde, horde, da, da. no. Real Sa quick. Sandwich, yes. Uh, I've read Something is Killing the Children. Yes. Excellent. Pick Th it up. That was a book that we were talking about on the bonus show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, and Sandwich is all What was that? that? You were able to hear that. That was part. Yeah. Of, that was part of the dog crying upstairs. Yeah, probably. No, it sounded like a bird tweeting or something. Not yours. That, that was Nugget. Nuggets. I don't, no, it sounded like. I don't, never mind. Maybe oh, it didn't come through that way on your end. All right, sandwich. You have a product here. Uh, I'm gonna grab actually the Instagrams so we can get a better oh, view on this. On, Give me one sec. On. Oh, oh, I, oh, excuse me, bossy man. No, I, I got it. I'll bring it to Instagram. You'll bring it to Instagram? <laughs> Kev, look at this. <laughs> Unbelievable. So he even sounds retarded. <laughs> so, Alright, so what's going on here, Sandwich? What are we looking at? This is my droid. I haven't come up with a name of him yet. This is D2. Or, or Sandwich 2.0. Well, no. So, so what happened here? It's like R five Dom two. Is while at Galaxy's Edge, I of course went to the Droid Depot and built myself a droid, which I have to say was really fun. Um, and so, why did you pick an R five head? I like the way it looked. Uh, the okay. most of the heads. There are six heads optionally for the R two uh, base. Sir, what? Sir, 
the R unit base, whatever not, you want to call not it. Throw, let's not just throw letters and numbers out there as if we know what they mean when they when when you clearly don't know what they mean. Why don't you say astromech? There you go. There are six heads for the astromech base. There you go. So basically what you do is you have the option of you can build the I don't know what the BB eight unit uh name is, I'll be honest. I'm not gonna act like I do. Fine. Or the Astromech unit. <laughs> and basically there's an assembly line and they give you a, a bin for lack of a better word and mm -hmm. you pick what parts you want for the droid and you build it yourself. Okay. And it's a really fun experience actually, because you get to Can I pick it up? Absolutely. That's got a little weight to it. Yeah. How tall would you say that is? Like what was that? How tall would you say it is? About like eight a, inches, nine inches. No, it's like I'd no, say a foot. It's over at least. A foot. It's, it's probably just over a foot. Um, so there's a lot of different color options. Like I said, there's like six different heads for the astromech unit and the uh, basically the BB-8 unit. Once again, I don't know what that's called. Um, couple different heads. Like I keep saying, I'm dumb legs mm -hmm. uh and then other little parts that you build as you go so i put the i believe it's a first order voice chip in there the stock voice is the uh iconic r2d2 beep boop 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 mm -hmm. but i chose to get a different voice for mine because i thought it was more fun now can you change it if you want to or kind of now that you left the park this is what it is what the unit itself? The, so well, the sound the sound that you were talking about. I could take out that sound chip, and put in a different sound chip if I wanted to. If I had uh, other sound okay. chips, I'm not locked into this. Yeah, voice. he'd have to have that sound chip though. Yeah, I'd yeah. Have to, yeah, I can't. I don't think that's something they sell like at a regular Disney store. You you could probably order one online. I imagine there's probably, you know, scalpers somewhere who just bought like 15 sure. of each voice. And for sure. You can buy the voice if you want. Um, it's just really cool you build it as at the place too in like a pit so how long did it take you to build this guy it took me like five minutes actually it took me like probably 10 minutes five minutes of just looking at parts and seeing how i wanted mm -hmm. to build him so you could pick the legs the main body mm -hmm. the head and this little foot okay that you can pick from the start uh -huh. and then as you go on you know you pick these parts here so you pick and these okay. parts here, uh -huh. and then like I said, uh, there's a little. And that's where the sound card is right there in the chest. The Instagram can see this barely. There's a little voice chip that goes in here. Okay, they can take in and out. Did the R5 head have different color options, or were they all white? All and red? of the heads have different color options. I want to say it's about four color options. So there's six so heads have, and four options. So you have the R5 head, and you got it in white and red, but they also had other colors available. There was a blue one, a blue and white. There was an orange and black. And Ooh, Halloween-y. Very much. I think there was one more color mm -hmm. colorway that's escaping me. It might have just been another black and it might have been black and red now were there were there tons of people lined up for the to try to build this so when i got there it was i want to say about 8 30 and eight o'clock okay and there wasn't a lot of people there okay i pretty much just walked right through 
Um, you could you you could do reservations or you could do walk-ins. Oh, really? Even for this? Okay. Even for this, um, I just walked in. I didn't have a reservation, mm-hmm. so I guess I looked out because there wasn't a line ahead of me. Let me ask you this: Do you have any buyer's remorse? Not at all. I think it's really awesome. I really enjoy it. Even the box looks pretty good for oh, it yeah. that we have over over on the tabletop over there. What's uh, the box look like? Uh, it's hold on. I'll I'll get it. Monty. It's almost like a. Yeah. So, I mean. We'll throw it over here in a second, but it almost looks kind of like a, like a shipping crate kind of. Uh, I mean, again, kind of almost on like from Builder Bear the way like they have the uh, the box kind of all all decked out well, you in know, its own way. Packaging is important. You For know. sure. Kev, take a look at the Insta. Oh yeah, nice. That is a nice. Uh, that's a nice box. Yeah. Did your droid just shit the bed? What happened there? No, the the droid just randomly throws out. Uh, uh, a soundbite or two here or there randomly. I see. So it was just it was just sitting around. Just I get so maybe just letting you know it's on on property. It apparently talks to other droids. Oh no shit! I didn't test that out. I did test out though. I was told that if you get a droid and you say someone else has a droid and you leave them together without mm-hmm. the controller on, they're supposed to communicate. Now me and my little brother tested this. We left the droids on. Mm-hmm. No, and we just kind of walked away and watched for five minutes. Uh-huh. Not much communication. They would basically one would chirp, and then one would chirp back, and then they'd be quiet for a couple they, minutes. They lied to you. <laughs> Slightly peeved about that. Disney but lied to you. Of all the things something. to be complaining about, I'm now like, I got to be honest. Is, is your brother's droid a first order droid as well? He has a first order chip as well. Yes. Okay, so that wasn't it. What? The fact that it's not I thought maybe because if your brother's was not first order, that maybe they wouldn't communicate. No, we both had uh, the first order chip. We didn't even plan that, but that's a good uh, I, good uh, thought process. Yeah, we he just liked the voice like I liked my that's voice. Fine. So. Um, so I will say this. You brought in another small product. Now, now this is cool, this machine. This is a nice little, little <laughs> machine for a Star Wars fan. But you had a much simpler uh, pickup, which has been on the Instagram, which I don't know how visible it actually is. I don't, I don't think it's from the from the distance. But you have a little you have a little shoulder Groot, a little shoulder baby Groot, with a little Christmas hat there. Yes. And that goddamn little thing is adorable. It's been on my shoulder the entire time. <laughs> but the size of a little bigger than the size of a fist. Yeah. Little Santa hat. You said how much does that go? And so it's magnetized that you you throw underneath your your hoodie there. Yes. And his butt just gets magnetized to the little disc. Yep. And he's been staying there even the what the two times you went up to go deal with yeah. the I mean, uh, the Instagram. A little shaking stays there. Mm-hmm. I, I like it a lot. After I got off of uh, Guards of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. when I got in the gift shop, I knew I was going to end up buying something. So I bought this really in my, uh, phone case. Really, you knew you were going to end up buying something, huh? Yes. Uh huh. There you go. It's just it's fucking adorable. I I would yes. buy it. I mean, for for ten dollars, that's an easy buy. I think online right now it was for twenty dollars on the Disney store, but it was saying it was sold out. So I don't know if they still have it at individual stores or what. But people may be sol on that. But it looks pretty good. Oh yeah, nice so, little thing. A couple people walking around with it. They've had these for a while. Oh really? They they have a non Santa hat. I know group. that. I know there's a, a pop version of a Santa Groot. That's adorable too. I don't know if it's the one where he's in the pot. I can't recall off the top of my head, but I know there definitely is something there. So Funko has everything. Funko does everything, anyways. 
Eventually, if we wait long uh -huh. enough, we might get our own Funko Pops. If we wait Whoa. like 30 years. Right. So you're going to want to go over to BK Geek Stuff uh, and check out the photo galleries of all of Sandwich's photos and videos from uh, Galaxy's Edge that I'm sure he took, right? I took a Sandwich? bunch. Yeah, I took some pictures. I'm having oh, posted good. on the... Uh... On the on the Insta on the Facebooks rather as well too. Have him do that. Sure. Hey Kev. Yes, sir. You want to go to your old new favorite favorite segment? The wrap up. Back for this wrap up of episode 565, Baby It's Cold Inside. Kev, why don't you kick it off for us? Right. The first and foremost thing we talked about is how Sandwich uh, betrayed all of his friends <laughs> by not calling or letting anyone know when he was in Galaxy's Edge and buying gifts and souvenirs only for himself. We also talked about the second biggest uh, Star Wars news this week The Mandalorian appears at the rollout of Disney Plus. Uh, absolutely excellent uh, Mandalorian uh, I thought was excellent I was a little iffy on the music But that's about it I thought everything else was mostly okay I also checked out the Jeff Goldblum show Which is really just gold You have to check it out And uh, we talked about how deep Disney Plus is going Lots of things in there that you may not expect Lots of exploring to do That's for certain So make sure you check out Disney Plus And I'm sure a lot of people um, Besides my office were just uh we're trying to watch The Mandalorian at work, too, at the same time. We have a lot of Marvel news that dropped, according to Kevin Feige. Uh, he confirms on Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk hitting the big screen. Also uh, confirmed that the Loki series will be tied into the Doctor Strange sequel. There should be no surprise there whatsoever. Uh, Chris Evans says that he would never say never in terms of reprising his Captain America role, but isn't exactly eager to jump in. And my boy, Bruce Campbell, uh, chimes in on the whole Martin Scorsese on Marvel films by saying the whole thing is just full of crap. Star of Spider-Man. Star of Spider-Man. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'd love to see uh, Chris Evans come back to Captain Marvel, but we'll see. We're we'll see. So You're definitely not going to see him as Captain Marvel. Captain yeah, he America. won't be Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Harley Quinn trailer dropped for the DC Universe. Not for your kids, but maybe for you. Check it out on DC Universe. Soon to fail. <laughs> <laughs> and we also talked about the Sonic trailer that just released with the redesign of Sonic. Looks actually enjoyable. We'll see where they go with it. I, I almost hate how much I, I, I enjoyed that, but, but I did. Uh, we also have Bill Murray confirmed for Ghostbusters 2020 return. Uh, which I'm at the point where it's like, that's great, but I'm just so sick and tired of, will he, won't he, will he, won't he? I'm at the point where it's just, make it happen or not. We also have some comic we also, book. We also talked about that holdout, Harold Ramis, and how he's no, still you, not yet you, participating. You, you so. talked about it. We also have some comic books uh, that we mentioned. Spider-Man Life Story. Uh, the trade came out. A beautiful hardcover book. Beautiful story. Something I highly recommend that's worth uh, a try there. We also have The Horde from Aftershock Comics, a very nice looking book, but something you want to, want to uh, 
to avoid unless you want a nice fancy doorstop. I like the uh, I like the picture that you included here in the in the prep sheet. Nah, sir. There's a, there's a, there's a history when it comes to Google Docs. Uh, it was not me. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, and then we did some uh, we did some product as well. We talked about uh, the sandwich made himself a, a droid there with an R5 head, uh, an astromech body, uh, and uh, he he opted for the um, first order sound chip. So his droid kind of sounds a little you know a little special. So uh, there's that. And he also uh, has the magnified uh, Baby Groot Santa edition, festive edition Baby Groot, uh, wedged <laughs> on his shoulder there. So uh, we talked about that as well. Uh, both of those he got for himself at the uh, Disneyland, um, uh, the Galaxy's Edge, at least the droid, the Galaxy's Edge uh, park where he got nothing for anyone else. So, yeah. Good job there, sandwich. It's like I want a vacation to relax and not buy stuff for my friends. Yeah, almost. You have to give I me mean, a dirty. The, why give me I a mean, dirty look? Except for the fact that you know, except for the fact that we talked about, you know, we talked about you, you know, kind of, you know, maybe you know, calling somebody and showing, you know, some video or something. Just, just saying. Just yeah, saying. you were on vacation. You, you also just had four saying. weeks to prepare and figure out what you wanted instead of. Making me you're figure right. out what you wanted. It's, it's you're right. It's all my fault, guys. We also talked about some conventions coming up at the same time. We have Geek Flea coming up November 23rd, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, in Kearney, New Jersey. There'll be over 40 vendors. This ranges from comic book sellers, toys sellers, people who are selling Etsy type uh, items, uh, selling books and crafts of a uh, wide variety. Um, there'll be a live DJ. There will be food. There will be raffles. There will be music. There will also be an OG. There will be a Monty. There might be a sandwich. And uh, I know, but... he's got a thing. He's got an important thing. We'll talk about it. I thought <laughs> we were going to talk about it. Just, during just the... saying. Uh, also it, going it on. Better be a colonoscopy. Also going on. No, why that? There, uh, also going on November twenty third. Huracan is going on in New York. Uh, this is to benefit the Bethany Congressional Church of East Rockaway, New York. Uh, the gym was damaged uh, after Hurricane Sandy. It was a relief center for months for folks. And uh, all the, with everybody walking in and out, just caused a crazy amount of damage that they need to repair it. So it's almost going to be kind of like Geek Flea. There will be uh, comic books, there will be toys, uh, lots of items that you'll be able to fill that holiday wish list. Uh, there's going to be some writers, there's going to be artists, uh, proceeds from the tickets, from the raffle, from uh, food sales. Uh, we'll be going towards the gym and also a little something to kick back to help out the volunteers. Again, that's happening uh, November 23rd, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. If you're in New York, highly recommend checking out Huracan. If you're in New Jersey, make sure to, to check us out over at Geek Flea. Kep. Is that it? That's yeah, it, man. Well, there's the social medias to discuss. Uh, I was letting you go next, sir. No, no, it's you, sir. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you can find me online as Monty's Mayhem. That's M-O-N-T-E-S-M-A-Y-H-E-M. Find me on Instagram. Find me on Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube's, and as Kev's Kev has acknowledged multiple times, his favorite platform, Twitch. Twitch. Yeah, uh, you can find me on the Xbox One Network as Big Kev GS. 
where myself, Cousin Dave, uh, E-Rock, and uh, very rarely Fat Dumbledore are trying to bring law and order to a lawless West in uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Fantastic. You can find me on Instagram and the Xbox. Oh, sorry, I forgot to say BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. There you go. You can find me on the Xbox and Instagram at Fat Dumbledore, F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E, where I've been playing Modern Warfare. So, Ooh. wow. I feel like How that exciting. was kind of a backhanded comment towards him. You can smack. I can smack. And before he, feels, we... he feels really comfortable because it's 6,000 miles. I wonder if he'll smart off like this when it's six feet. Yes. <laughs> I'm guessing no. Let's not forget we also have our contest. What does Geek Stuff TNG mean? Hit us up at the Discord in the contest section. You can email us uh, or drop us a line over at Facebook if you'd like. And, uh, Kevin, we're wrapping that up next week. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think one more week and we'll be wrapping that up. So. Sounds good. Well, Kev, I think that just about wraps us up. So why don't you take us out of here? And with that, Mr. Monty and the ungrateful sandwich, <laughs> uh, we will bring this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff TNG. Ah, so close. <laughs> so Geek Stuff close. TNG uh, to a close. <laughs> the way we end some episodes by saying, "Good night, OG." wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music.